Hello and welcome to the Family Leaders Capital Connection, where we talk Iowa and national politics from a Christian perspective. Joining us today is Bob Vanderplotz, president and CEO of The Family Leader. And Bob, we have some shocking school news about schools in Iowa. But first, TFL is making major headlines this week. Uh, tell us about the summit, Bob. Well, you know, every year, and this will be our 11th summit, and every year I tell people this will be our best summit yet. And this time, and every, and every year I think it is our best summit yet, but this year, I don't know how this isn't our best summit yet. We've wanted Dr. Tony Evans to be at the Leadership Summit for a long time. Uh, he, he's been a trailblazer uh, through the Dallas Theological Seminary. Uh, I believe he's the only or maybe the first African-American pastor to you know, produce a Bible and have the commentary to the Bible. You know, I use that Bible frequently. Tony's become a good friend of the ministry, and he's accepted our invitation to address the leadership summit this year on being a kingdom citizen. And I think the people who are going to be in attendance, faith leaders, pastors, the general attendance, uh, they're going to be freshly inspired and refocused on what it means to be a kingdom citizen. That's not the only announcement we made this week, though, Bob. I think there was somebody else that's planning to join us as well. Yeah, well, first of all, I don't want people to forget about Dr. Tony Evans because he he's a great get for the leadership. So the other one, though, is a friend of mine, and we have been friends for a little while, uh, and really it's his words. He goes, I just feel honored to be invited, and that is Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson of Fox News, um, the largest audience of cable TV news uh, in America today. Uh Tucker is, he doesn't suffer fools well, let's say that. I mean, and he doesn't care who he has to take on, but he also has a compelling story. A guy who was on top, who fell basically to the bottom, and now is back on top again today. I know his faith is exceptionally important to him. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Tucker has to say at the Leadership Summit. And then we're going to host him uh, at the World Food Prize headquarters where I'll have the opportunity to interview Tucker <laughs> instead of Tucker interviewing me. So this will be this should be a great, great summit. Anything you can share about what Tucker's planning to say at the summit? I really don't know. And I, I, I think what Tucker will deliver, it will not be red meat talking points, but it'll really be how should you think, how should you act, how should you lead in today's world? And what are some guardrails, what are some antennas that you should have up but I think Tucker's going to be challenging. He's going to be inspiring. And I think people are going to leave like, holy cow, that just happened in Des Moines, Iowa. So what I tell the audience so that's listening to this, you want to get your tickets now. Go to thefamilyleader.com. It's right up on our website. Get your tickets. This thing's going to sell out. It's going to sell out fast. If you want to be a sponsor at the World Food Price headquarters or get a table, you want to do that as well. All that information is there. But the only way you'll miss this is if you don't attend, so get your tickets. Familyleader.com, buy your tickets. Now, this is good news, but we also have some bad news about Iowa schools. And I think last week we talked about a sting video that had just come out uh, showing indoctrination in Iowa schools. This week there was a school board in northeast Iowa, the Cedar Rapids area, Linmar Schools, Bob, as you know, uh, that adopted a transgender policy that, allows men and women's bathrooms. It allows male and female students to share bedrooms and overnight accommodations. It 
requires teachers and students to use made-up and fake pronouns, which is a clear violation of the First Amendment, and it very intentionally excludes parents from the entire conversation and refuses to tell parents that these things are happening. Mm -hmm. And I know, Bob, you are a former school principal. Maybe, maybe some of our audience don't realize that. What does it tell you when a school board is trying to hide this kind of information from parents? Well, I think there's a couple of things. Uh, first of all, when you take a look at the sting operation, what you talked about first. And what that is, that's just a brazen disregard for policy. And what they're saying is that we're above the law. We'll just change names. We're just going to play tactics. But if we want critical race theory to be taught in our school, we're going to teach it in our school. And there's got to be a high degree of accountability here by the state, the overseers of schools, of saying this is not going to happen. I mean, there's a policy here. You need to adhere to it. But again, there's, it's a brazen disregard of high school administrators or just administrators in general, as well as teachers inside the classroom saying it'll be my agenda. And what people, I think most people understand, and as a high school principal, I knew this all the time too, is that I can only be in your classroom so often. You know, I can't be in your classroom every day monitoring what you're, what's going on. So you have pretty much carte blanche when you're inside that classroom to lead and to teach. And the only way we start finding stuff out is when students say, ho, 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 wait a minute. And then we start doing an investigation. But to me, that, that's a clear violation of the intent of the policy. The other one that I thought uh, you and our communications department here at the Family Leader did a great job on is exposing the whole Linmar uh, Board of Education trans policy. And when, when I read that, I thought, what is going on here? As a matter of fact, I tweet, and I tweeted right away, and my, my tweet was there is that, listen, if you're a parent, get your kid out of that school district. If you are a leader like Governor Reynolds or Jack Whitford or Pat Grassley, I would immediately withhold funding to the Linmar School District. It's a clear violation. There's a thing, Daniel, in school law called in local parentis. In local parentis means the, the parents are in charge. The parents have the right to decide what school that child attends, whether it be the Linmar Public School or whether it be um, Xavier, which is a private school, or it used to be Cedar Rapids Regis, I believe, but a private school or a Christian school in the Cedar Rapids area. The parents are in charge. And in local parentis means the teacher's now standing in place of the parent, carrying out the parent's wishes. It's not, I'm now the parent. And so when Joe Biden, and this kind of plays right into it, when Joe Biden in a press conference the other day, uh, honoring teacher of the year, said, these are your children. Oh, flat out, they are not your children. You have the privilege, the honor, and the responsibility to stand in the gap in the place of parents in that classroom, but you are not that child's parent. And to withhold information from parents regarding a child's education or a child's upbringing or nurturing or anything, it's, it is not only reckless, I think it's criminal, and I believe there needs to be a high regard, and that cannot stand at the Linmar School District. That's a, danger, a dangerous precedent, and that's why I believe leaders right now, Governor Reynolds, Pat Grassley, Jack Whitford, whoever, you need to go on that fringe of saying this isn't happening in the state of Iowa. The part of the rules... There's, there's a lot of bad stuff in there's these rules. A lot rules, of bad but, stuff. But the part that I found the most pernicious is when they talked about the uh, FERPA, Federal Education Something Privacy Act, 
um, that requires parents to be able to access the permanent education files of the students so that they can see what, what's happened to the students, what's happening in the schools. Well, these policies specifically say not to put information in permanent files because parents then have the legal right to access those. And so they were creating temporary files that parents couldn't access according to these piles, uh, these, this policy. It was shocking to read the lengths that they were going to circumvent federal transparency laws. Yeah. And so it is, it's basically saying the school district's coming in, we're going to hide, we're going to shield parents from things that really impact their children. And so biblically, now we go back to Scripture, Deuteronomy 6, is the parent's responsibility to raise the child when he or she wakes up in the morning, he or she's in the way during the day, and when you put them to bed at night. But that's your responsibility. That's not a government responsibility. And the parent should have right and access to everything that involves that child. And to shield a parent from any of that, again, that, that's not only misleading, it's flat-out criminal. And that's why this stuff needs to be addressed and addressed quickly. If you live in the Linmar District or, or in Lynn County or in that area, please contact your school board members. If you don't, please contact your legislators. Let them know that this is not acceptable in Iowa, and let them know that school choice is important to you because that is one of the steps that we need to take in response to this. Uh, the governor's education bill, which includes important parental transparency provisions, is still waiting to be passed. It's sitting in the House. Um, it has not advanced. Uh, Senate File 2369 has not advanced yet in the House. It's one of the main issues holding up uh, the legislative session this year. So please contact your legislator. Uh, Bob, we did have some, some good news <laughs> to finish <laughs> off this video uh, at the Iowa Capitol. The Moms Bill, More Options for Maternal Support, which is one of our top life priorities this year, did advance through a House subcommittee this week. It, overwhelming support in this subcommittee for a bill that would really help uh, pregnant women and young families um, with life-affirming care uh, to help them choose life rather than abortion. So we're excited to see this bill advance. We'd like to see it move through committee. We do have an action alert out, and there will be a link in the description. So we're really excited to see this bill moving forward. Well, I love the mom's bill, and the mom's bill for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is that one of the hits we get in being in the pro-life community is we only care about that life until it's out of the womb, and then we walk away. This is a, a tangible thing saying that is absolutely untrue. We want to walk with that child, we want to walk with that family, we want to be a hand up and get them off on the right footing. And we're partnering with, with those pro-life organizations that are, that are doing this so well and, and demonstrating that lie so well. Mm. Uh, caring centers around the state, we're very thankful to have Leanna Simpson from Agape Pregnancy Center here yeah. in Des Moines. Who's, they're just outstanding, testifying there and answering questions from legislators. So please uh, contact your legislators and let them know about that bill as well. Thank you for joining us today. Bob, thank you for joining Capital Connections. If you'd like to learn more about The Family Leader or to purchase tickets for the summit, please visit thefamilyleader.com. Uh, you can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we will see you here next week. This podcast is a project of the Family Leader and the Family Leader Foundation and is only possible through the generous support of our donors. If you would like to partner with us in our work, please visit thefamilyleader.com slash donate.